Divisive in death as in life, Australia's most senior Catholic will be laid to rest today. Cardinal George Pell's funeral will be held at Sydney's St Mary's Cathedral this morning. At the same time, protesters will gather to send a message to the Catholic Church about child sexual abuse and homophobia. The Cardinal's death is seen by many as a watershed moment for the Church. And tonight, a coalition of 20 Catholic groups will meet to push for significant reform. Among those attending the meeting is former priest and historian Paul Collins, who is a co-founder of the Australasian Catholic Coalition for Church Reform and our guest. Paul Collins, welcome. Hello, Patricia. On this day, as George Pell is laid to rest, how do you reflect on his legacy? Um, He was, as you said, a very divisive figure within Australian Catholicism. Um, I I actually don't think his legacy will be particularly long-lasting. He's certainly responsible for the appointment of quite a number of bishops in Australia, uh, most of them in fairly important dioceses, and uh, I suppose as long as they live, to some extent, his legacy will last. But the vision of Catholicism that he embraced, I think, is a, a vision that simply doesn't appeal to Australians. It, it, it's, uh, it is divisive. It is a a refusal to speak to the broader culture. Um, It simply refuses to learn anything from that broader culture. Tonight, there's a coalition of 20 Catholic groups that are going going to be meeting to push for pretty significant reform. One of those attending is Paul Collins, who's a co-founder of the Australasian Catholic Coalition for Church Reform. And Paul, obviously, our, our line was not great to you. We've got you back, which is wonderful. I've got a, I've got another question on on today and and its meaning. There's obviously many people who feel pretty upset today. Are you comfortable about the, the protest that's been organised to highlight sexual abuse and homophobia in the Catholic Church? I I am really, Patricia, to to be honest. I mean, the Catholic Church in Australia has got to face up to the reality that we were utterly and completely irresponsible and utterly and completely lacking in any pastoral care in the way in which we've treated certainly uh, the victims of uh, clerical sexual abuse, but also um, our response uh, to to gay people has been, I mean, uh, pretty appalling. Uh, Things have changed um, certainly uh, with regard to uh, to uh, gay people. Pope Francis has made it absolutely clear that no Catholic is in a position to judge anybody. Um, of course, uh, when, you know, let alone to judge people's sexual orientation. Uh, that's their business. It's not our business. So I, I do understand why people are absolutely furious because the kind of Catholicism that George. Pell promoted and that he represented in Australia is um, a, a, a boots and all kind of Catholicism. Either you 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 cop the lot or um, you just get out of here, and that's not pastoral. That's not the way that Christ would have acted, and that's certainly and not the way uh, that Pope Francis wants the Church to act. Um, and and I mean his disloyalty to Pope Francis, uh, you know, uh, was. Uh, 
uh, was shining there for us to see uh, in his uh, in his article in the Spectator and also in um, the the letter the anonymous letter that he sent around. So I can understand why people are angry. At the same time, I suppose I have a feeling uh, that you know, at a funeral we should be at least respectful. Um, um, and I think both of those those two things can I think. I think be held in tension and that's what I hope happens this morning. In the lead up to the funeral there's been significant angst and anger about the removal of ribbons commemorating abuse survivors from St Mary's Cathedral. Again one of those issues that's been quite divisive it's really upset some people. What's your take on that? Is it an appropriate way of expressing people's frustrations with the church and, and grief? Uh, yes, again, I suppose I have mixed feelings, Patricia. Um, I mean, I was in Ballarat um, last year and uh, saw the ribbons that, some of which have been there for a long time, on the fence of the cathedral in Ballarat. Um, I mean, it's in some ways, if they're left there for a long time, I suppose it's not attractive, but people would respond, and I think correctly, that sexual abuse uh, is something that's pretty awful as well. So I, I do think the church... Um, to use the Australian lingo, has got a coppered sweet with regard to something like this. Um, uh, I, I think we, we do have to stand up and admit the terrible, uh, awful mistakes, the awful lack of legal um, um, probity, the, the, the lack of act moral, the lack of moral integrity that the church has shown with regard to sexual abuse particularly. Um, I think we've got to um, own up to that. We've got to admit it. And, and in some ways, the ribbons symbolize that. I mean, the gospel says that the first step in repentance is the recognition of the evil that has been done. And in some ways, perhaps, the ribbons represent that and remind Catholics uh, that we are people very much in need of repentance. The death of George Pell is being viewed by some as really a pivotal moment for the church to shift from his deeply conservative theology. Do you believe it's an opportunity for reform? Um, yes, I do. Um, reform has been going on within the church um, really, I've been involved in it for probably 35 years now. Um, it's been going on for a long time. Uh, the, you mentioned the Zoom session that's on, that's on this evening, um, which, and I'm part of the Australasian Catholic Coalition for Church Reform, um, and there are a number of other organizations that are involved in promoting this. Um, yeah, reform has been going on, and um, lay Catholics particularly... And also many of the clergy, particularly many of the older clergy, uh, these are men with pastoral experience and, and they know what's happened. So there really is support for reform. I mean, in, lead, in the lead up to the plenary council, some 600,000 people participated in a series of um, consultations that were held in every diocese in Australia, the, the, pastoral, uh, the um, plenary council, this thing that was held last year year. Um, 
I mean, if you can get 600,000 people to attend multiple sessions of consultation, uh, you're not doing too badly. So there really is, I think, um, a willingness on the part of lay Catholics and I think um, quite, a, quite a significant number of the clergy uh, to tackle uh, the, the question of reform. We've got a marvellous opportunity now to do it with Pope Francis. Um, and um, I, I think the willingness is there. Paul, key political figures will be attending uh, today's funeral. People like Peter Dutton, the opposition leader, Tony Abbott. Uh, there, there has also been a discussion about that. Now, some of those people, Tony Abbott is a well-known was a well-known friend, of course, of Cardinal George Pell's. What do you? What's your take on on the attendance of these figures? Uh, how do you view this? What is no doubt a really complex issue for so many people. Well, look, in, for some people, it's clearly not complex. No, that's right. Um, I mean, I, this morning um, I, w- I was um, I was listening to Peter Credlin on, shall we say, another channel, um, and um, and and it wasn't a, it was a simple issue for her as it is for uh, Tony Abbott. Um, I I don't know what Peter Dutton's views would be. Um, um, obviously, um, he's in the conservative camp, um, but look. For them, it's simple. Um, for the rest of us Catholics, certainly, and I think for the general community, it's not quite so simple. We, um, yes, uh, we respect people in death, um, and uh, but um, I'm afraid um, I wouldn't be going to the funeral. Um, I, ca- I can simply speak for myself. I certainly wouldn't be there, but I hope that it's carried out in a respectful way. Paul Collins, always lovely to speak to you. Thanks for coming on the show. Good on you, Patricia. Thank you. Paul Collins, former priest and a Catholic historian, and you're listening to RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.